Hey guys, welcome to the Emetophobia podcast. I'm currently in the car driving to work, so if you hear a little bit of background noise, um, that's why. I can't really use the microphone with my phone, like the little plug-in microphone, because it just picks up way too much sound in the background and makes the, the my voice sound really weird. So, all right, today I want to touch on how to use baby steps in the road to your recovery from emetophobia. It's something that uh, I've been doing over the last three or four years, just kind of taking things in a little bit more of a baby step approach versus trying to take everything head on and getting very overwhelmed. Um, I also want to touch real quick on something. You guys have like the most phenomenal support uh, backing all the stuff I've been doing lately with the the Instagram account, with the podcast. Um, I have another podcast as well. It's a, a cannabis related podcast and it's taken me almost four months to get 600 views and on this podcast alone in the last four days, I've gotten 80 views. So it's just, it's a big deal. It's like, it's crazy how much it's growing and, and how much support I have with everything I'm doing. So um, also being a male in the emetophobia community is a little different because it's predominantly female. And the way I learned about that is it's, it's all due to the fact that, uh, I don't know how to explain this in a better way, but females get a little bit more grossed out than males do. I don't know the exact term for that, but um, it, it seems like that's kind of the way things have been going with uh, males versus females. So uh, it's just I haven't met a lot of males who have emetophobia, but I, I, almost every single one of the people on my Instagram is all female. So um, just uh, just want to let you guys know that males also have emetophobia, and it's it's definitely a problem with us as well. But I just think maybe we don't talk about it as much uh, because the stigma behind uh, being a pussy or like that kind of shit. So um, I just want to bring that up real quick. But all right, so baby steps, basically. Uh, when I when I do things in life now, I like to take everything as baby steps and not like jump right into something um, and take it all head on and get overwhelmed with it. Sometimes I do, um, but I really try to uh, do things in smaller steps. Um, for for example, let's go back to when my metaphobia was just absolutely impossible to deal with. Uh, doing the dishes, okay, was just it was something that was so difficult for me to do because it was gross. There was a lot of like really gross smells. Sometimes there was mold involved. I remember uh, doing the dishes once and there was maggots in the bottom of the um, uh, sink because there was like that little catch thing in the bottom and I guess there was a plate over it and I just didn't wash that plate for a while or something and there was a couple maggots in the bottom of the, the sink and it just, it grossed me out to the point where I was just like scared to go over to buy the dish sink again. So what I did though was instead of taking on the whole uh sink full of dishes and like freaking out because there was so many to do. I just did one dish at a time, no matter what. It was always one dish. I just, I would take a plate, I'd wash it. And all I tell myself is all I got to do is wash this one plate and then I can figure out what I'm going to do after that. And then I'm going to wash this bowl and now I'll figure out what I'm going to do. And it, instead of having an entire plate of, or an entire sink of dishes to have to do, you now only have a dish at a time. And I, I've kind of taken that and put it into everything in my life. So if I have to go to the store, I just think, well, just wait till this one person in front of me gets done and then we'll see what happens after that. And then the next person is up in line and we'll see what happens. I just keep taking it very slowly um, as to not overwhelm myself because I know emetophobia can be very over- overwhelming sometimes and uh, it makes you just feel like you're helpless and like you just can't get anything done. Um, but I want to tell you that if you do this over time, it really will help out with the emetophobia. Um, it's just a small thing you can do on a daily basis to really uh, put yourself towards that recovery period. Um, I don't know, maybe I'll give you a couple more examples. So driving my car too, I, I like to look at every road sign. So if I'm driving, I'm just like, all right, let's make it to this next speed limit sign. Like right now I'm passing a pass with care sign. So now 
all right, I see another one down there, another white sign. I'm going to make it to that sign. And I just kind of do that. And it's almost like I, I play a game in my head with myself just to see how much I can push myself to get past the things that are making me anxious. And uh, maybe you guys haven't thought about that. Maybe you have, but I just wanted to bring that up today and, and really kind of touch on it because it's helped me a lot. And uh, I don't feel so overwhelmed anymore. It feels like I can take take my tasks. And, and sometimes, yeah, you may have to fail. It's okay to fail. Um, say I just can't make it to that next sign and I feel super sick. I need to pull over. That's fine. Pull over. Chill out for a minute. Calm down. Realize that you didn't fail. It's just, uh, it's just a part of emetophobia sometimes. You just can't handle things and that's okay. That's just a part of the thing. And, um, but if you just keep pushing yourself every day, never give up and realize that this thing is all in your head and it's something that can be beaten. I, I have proof right now that it is because I'm driving a vehicle and I feel fine. No headaches, no freaking out, no stomach aches, no nausea, no nothing. I just feel fine. I feel like a normal person now. And every once in a while, yes, I will get a little bit of a nausea thing happen and it'll kind of freak me out a little bit. But I know how to calm myself down now using my mindfulness techniques, using those little small baby steps. And uh, every once in a while, I got to pop a mint in my mouth. That's okay. Sometimes I got to use a mint as a backup and that's fine. I mean, that's just how things are sometimes. There's nothing you can do about that every once in a while. But uh, as long as you keep pushing forward and, and really working on yourself and working on the emetophobia, eventually it will subside and you can get past this thing and be a normal human being again. I just want to give you guys hope and let you know that you're not alone in this, that there's a ton of other people. I know for a fact there's at least 300 people on my Instagram right now who all have emetophobia um, and that's growing every day. So I know there's a lot of us out there and there's probably a lot of us that don't even know we have emetophobia yet or that we are... Uh, completely alone in this and, and there's nobody there to help us but I promise you there's a support group there's people here for you you're not alone you're not the only one who has this we all have the same things and it's crazy how um, I'll talk to people sometimes and they'll tell me the little things that they have with emetophobia and I'm just like I can't believe you have that too like it's so crazy there's people that, that use the same mints I do or there's people that can't brush their teeth or uh, there's people that check the dates all the fucking time it's just it's certain things that we all have as emetophobia that we don't even realize other people have as well and to, to reach out to people and, and see that it's not just me who has these weird little things about myself, it makes me feel so much more comfortable in life and realize that I'm not alone, I'm not weird, I'm not a crazy person, I just have emetophobia, you know? That's all it is. So, uh, your, your homework for today, I know I'm going to start giving you guys homework too because we all got to start working on this stuff. Today, I want you to go do something that makes you feel anxious and take it up in baby steps. So, just do it one little tiny step at a time. And think of it on little minuscule points instead of as a whole thing. And really try to get through the entire project without having to freak out and leave and go to your room and hide away. I want you to try to do that today. Try your absolute hardest because I promise you if you do this every single day, eventually over time it will start getting so much easier. And I promise you that. I know that from my own personal experiences and I know you can do it too, okay? All right, you guys have a wonderful day. If you want to go reach out to me, I'm over on uh, the DMs on The Emetophobia Podcast on Instagram. Uh, Podcast at gmail.com is the email you can reach me at. And I'm also over on Facebook as a Facebook group called The Emetophobia Community. It's, it might just be Emetophobia Community. If you check that up, you'll see uh, my girlfriend and I in the picture. My name is Casey Olson Vandemark. So uh, if you want to add me on Facebook or anything else, feel free. I'd love to reach out to anybody. And uh, I want to also say... I just, I am so overwhelmed with how much support is coming out of this, uh, this whole situation that I've started. And I, I just, I really want to thank you guys for really backing me on all this and, and making me feel very welcome and, and secure with the, everything that I'm doing. So 
Um, I just thank you so much to everybody who's been reaching out and, and telling me their stories and, and really talking to me and, and even asking me for advice. I love giving advice to you guys and helping you out as much as I can. I'm not a, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor. I have no sort of medical background whatsoever, but I just, I've experienced the same things you're going through and I can get on your level. So if you ever want to reach out, feel free. My DMs, my, my, uh, email. Everything is always open to talk. So feel free to reach out. All right. You guys have a wonderful day. Don't forget to take things in baby steps. I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Have a good day.